0: A scammer tried to gain access to my computer by pretending to be something that he wasn't and ultimately hacking into my computer. When he connected to my computer, he was vulnerable because I was connected to his computer. So I hacked him before he could hack me and destroyed all the files I could on his computer so he couldn't continue to scam other people. Here's how I did it. Subscribe to Am I the Jerk on YouTube and hit the bell to turn on notifications. Here's the background. I got our home phone number long before cell phone. Phones were a common thing to have. As things evolve, that phone number is a part of my history and is utilitarian to use for things that I don't want ringing on my cell phone. Like 99% of anything that requires a phone number for no good reason. So I have kept that phone number alive over the years. Most recently, I moved it a few years back to an online service that charges a tiny amount of money per month to host it for me. I access it via a SIP client on my computer. So here's the story. Because of the nature of the phone number, it randomly rings. If I have time, I mess with whomever is calling. Most of the calls are, your car warranty is about to expire kind. Some of the calls are about non-existent credit cards, but my favorite calls are from the scammers. I record all calls that come into this phone number. In my state, only one person needs to know that a call is being recorded. And besides, these scammers are all overseas, so I really don't care about their laws. So when a scammer calls, I tend to answer and play along. Sometimes these calls last a few minutes before they give up on me. Today, I set a new record. A total of one hour of their time wasted. The call comes in as normal. I string the guy along. I play dumb. I keep them thinking that I'm an easy target. After 40 minutes, I tell him that I have to hang up and he can call me back in an hour. To my surprise, this idiot calls me back. So I decided to see if I could get him to let me connect to him by continuing to play dumb. My plan is based on knowing that they have a handful of tools at their disposal, easiest of which is team viewer. So I play along until they get me on a team Viewer, but I never give them real information on my end. I just ask for my partner ID. The idea is that with Team Viewer, you can switch who is showing the screen after you make the initial connection. I know that I have but a few precious seconds of time if I manage to get them to give me their ID and password to make my plan happen. So I have a dummy terminal set aside for all of this. I quickly write out my set of commands so I can copy them to my clipboard and launch them as soon as I get connected. Sure enough, they give me their ID and password. I am ready and I strike. I paste the commands into a run window and let it rip. As I see the window pop up with the command prompt, the deletion of the folders begins and the guy starts to stutter and asks, what are you doing sir? I keep playing dumb until my connection is terminated. Files have been deleted. The scammer is pissed. He starts to curse in me. I eventually start taunting him and cursing back at him. After a while, he hangs up. For proof, here's a little sample from the phone call.
1: Oh yeah, hi sir. Um My name is Steve and I'm calling you from the Consumer Protection Department of the Refund to refund back your money, the money which you have paid regarding for your computer maintenance and service. Okay?
2: Okay, okay, I guess.
1: Uh, the reason we are calling you, because our main server has got crashed down, so we are unable to provide you any kind of services into your computer. That's the reason, sir, uh, we have to refund back your money, all right?
2: Can I transfer it to my other computer?
1: No, sir. We are calling you from the refund department, okay, to refund back your money. Uh, Okay. All right? Okay. I believe, sir, you have remembered the nine-digit verification code which we have given it to you at the time of service. So can you please tell me that code, sir? Uh, I have no idea. Okay, no problem, sir. So what I will do, sir, I will help you to, like, regenerate that nine-digit code. So you have to be in front of a computer, okay? Okay. Okay. So once your computer is on, sir, then let me know, all right?
2: Okay, Okay, I'm turning it on now.
0: There's a bunch of time that the scammer spends getting everything all set up so the scam works properly, but if we fast forward till something actually happens, we get to this part. One two
2: five nine nine two three four Zero three one. You're telling me wrong again and again. No. You have to tell me it's, correct. It's zero three one. <laughs> what are you doing, sir? I'm I'm clicking on action. You're clicking in action? Yeah. There's... Sir you're trying to be a uh, smart, right? You're trying to be smart. I'm not you're smart. Trying to be very. You're trying to be very smart, man. I'm not smart at all. What 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 were you doing at my computer? You what told were you trying to do? You told me to connect to your computer. But what were you trying to do on my computer? I, I was doing what you were telling me to do. Was trying to click on action. No, you're not clicking on action. You're trying to my computer, man. What? Why do you talk with those such language? You you yeah, your, mother, you kiss your mother without mother, mouth. I you kiss your mother without motherful. mouth. Curse you curse like that motherful. to your customers. Motherfucker, you're, you're trying of my computer, motherfucker. I don't know anything about computers. Yeah, motherfucker, how many sisters you have? I'll like you one by one. I Put them together, motherfucker. First you have to find your oh, sister, fucker? First you have to find your duteless little bitch. D- Yes, you are a son of a... Oh, you're a happy little scammer. You kiss your mommy with that mouth? You kiss your mommy with that mouth, you stupid little scammer? I'll, I'll, I'll kiss sister with that mouth. You oh, know? so you... Why you were trying to be so smart, you motherfucker? Ah, because you're a, you're a little scammer, you little... That's why. Motherfucker. Is that all you know how to say in English?
0: Obviously, some of that was edited out for YouTube, but the full phone call is more than an hour long, so if you want to hear the whole thing, I'll post it in the Am I the Jerk Discord, or if you don't use Discord, I'll post it on the Am I the Jerk Twitter as well. You can find either one of those on the social media link down below in the description. But going back to this story, look, I know they have cloned systems and they will be back up and running in no time at all, but this wasted an hour of their time, and that is an hour they can't use to scam someone else. So, am I the jerk for hacking into a scammer's computer who is hacking into my computer? This guy is a legend. He actually goes through and wastes the time of all these scammers because these scammers are actually preying on some of the most vulnerable people out there. People that are way too old to have the time or take the time to understand technology and these scammers really exploit that. They find people with their weakest and they try and empty out their bank accounts or try and steal whatever gift cards they have or you name it, there's a scam for it. So, the fact that he would volunteer his time to waste their resources, thus making their scamming operation that much less profitable is commendable. And this actually seems like it's becoming more and more of a common thing. I see people now that are using voice changers. So they sound like they're old people. There's that one guy that's able to get satellite images of the scammer's headquarters and then send it to them. There's all sorts of sophisticated counter scamming tactics that people use now. And as far as I can tell, that's the first time any of these scamming operations have been challenged. So in this case, the guy actually not only wastes their time, but he he actually tries to connect to their computer and delete all of their files I didn't know if that was actually going to be on the recording and it turns out it was That's why I included that one little snippet where it's the moment that the scammer realizes that This whole thing is being reversed on him and he's the one who's having his computer remotely accessed So not only did he spend an hour of this guy's time He's gonna have to spend however long it takes to restore those files The OP doesn't seem to think that'll take very long to restore but it's better than nothing So let me know if you think it was going too far by accessing this guy's computer when the scammer was trying to access his computer Or was it justified? Jerk or not a jerk and why? Am I the jerk for flipping out on my fiance for canceling all the vegan food options from our wedding food menu behind my back? I'm a 25 year old female and my 31 year old fiance and I are getting married soon. There wasn't much that was disagreed on during the wedding planning except for food. Me and my family are vegans and there are so many reasons why we chose this lifestyle and one of them being that we have a history of health issues. My fiance and his family are the complete opposite. They're hardcore meat eaters, which is fine by me, obviously. However, when deciding the wedding food menu, I wanted to add 4-5 to vegan options. My fiancé and his mom objected, saying that it was a waste of money over food that isn't real food. They also argued that this would be offensive for their guests and suggested my vegan options just be the good old salads and appetizers. His mom wanted cupcakes. I said no, because for one, it's me and my Family who's paying, and two, I want to make my guests feel welcome and not be treated as second class citizens by being served salad. My fiance made a face and said, Well, isn't that what vegans eat? I refused to argue about it and said it was final. The other day, I found out that he had canceled all the vegan options and took them off the menu completely. He did this behind my back. I was seething. I called him at work, but he kept hanging up on me. I went straight to his workplace and I confronted him there and just flipped out on him. He was stunned to see me. At first, he said it was his mom's idea, but then he told me to go home because I was making a scene at the office. The fight continued at home. He defended himself by saying that I sort of made him resort to doing this after I kept brushing off his thoughts and his inputs and refusing to accommodate his family. But there were plenty of meat options. Why can't I get four to five vegan options when I'm paying for it? He yelled that it was his wedding too, not my family's. My My family said that it was fine and they'll figure it out and told me to let it go but I refused. Here's an update from the future. So his mom messaged me earlier to try and get me to listen to what she had to say after I kept ignoring her phone calls. She sent long walls of text to address what I did at her son's workplace, calling it all kinds of stuff from immature to unhinged. She then went on to explain how she's noticed that me and my family kept acting dismissive of her son's input and his contributions to the wedding. She said she noticed my behavior towards him and towards her entire family and wanted to speak up earlier but didn't and tried to keep the peace. She then went on to address the food menu issue and denied her involvement in the cancellation of the vegan option but that didn't mean she didn't support her son's decision. Moreover, she thought it was so responsible of him to make that move because of my continual refusal to see how this stuff is just a waste of money. She also pointed out how I kept saying I paid for it and that technically this isn't just my money, it's mine and his because we're getting married. And she suggested that I wisen up and get rid of my money, I paid for it mentality. She finally mentioned how bad this whole situation is making me look. And she said that her and her son had already offered a number of compromises that I chose to brush off and decided to make it my weird hill to die on. She said that not only is her son upset, but she and her family are as well after hearing about it and suggested that I just agree on their compromise and be done with it this pissed me off beyond belief i responded by letting her know that i'm still standing my ground on this even if i have to call the whole wedding off because honestly this is just ridiculous it is my mom and my dad they don't even know what to say anymore apparently my fiance saw my response to her he's with her and is now trying to call me but right now i'm waiting on him to get home and see if he's still insisting on the stance he took
1: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
0: So the talk did not go well. I waited for him to come home so we could have a final conversation about it, but he still insisted on his stance. For more details, his family are a bit on the heavy side. Nothing wrong with that. They're perfectly within their right to decide how they want to live, but they get easily offended at the mention of the words weight and food. I tried so hard to focus on the issue at hand, but I noticed there was a pattern of this behavior. He said it wasn't true and that this was just an attempt for me to throw past conflicts at him in order to win the current one. He claimed he tried to reason with me about why and how his guests might see those vegan options as offensive. Also said that his family love food and consider it a big deal and how he didn't want his family to feel like there's certain options that they couldn't touch and feel that there's a difference in how I treat them versus how I treat my family. He then went on to explain how it's just an Events and how my family should just accept what's on the menu. And if they felt inconvenienced, so what? It's just a one-time thing. They're not going to die if they had salad and appetizers. What he said wasn't a good enough reason for me because his folks are going to think and say what they want. But at the end of the day, it's my wedding. And to be honest, realizing that my partner himself thinks it's okay to steamroll my opinions and decisions simply because he's prioritizing others and their opinions over me was really upsetting and not something that could be looked past. Normally, I'm a person of rational discussions and compromises. I'm all about compromises. I'd compromised on much bigger matters than just food, but like people said, it's not about the food anymore, if it ever was. Like, he'd literally lose nothing if he let me have what I wanted, but apparently, he was willing to lose it all over this, which is fine by me. I gave him the ring back and called everything off. I just couldn't envision myself living like this any longer. Having to walk on eggshells for his family and letting him basically override my opinions and have the final say no matter what? Marriage is about compromise and here he has nothing to lose yet chose to do this to me and my family. Mind you this is my first serious relationship and I didn't know what to expect but it's safe to say that his mom and family did make it feel like I was taking crazy pills on many many occasions. So that's that. Last thing he said was that I chose my family over him and ended everything between us for the sake of keeping him happy. The decision's been made and it's done. I just wanted to give this update for those that wanted it. So, was I the jerk for standing my ground after flipping out on my fiancé for canceling all the vegan food options from our wedding behind my back? From the way the OP explains the situation, it sounds like the fiancé doesn't care about what the OP thinks at all. Like, it's not even taken into account in the slightest. It seems like the OP was open to the idea of logically trying to understand why they wouldn't have vegan options since that was the route he was trying to go he was trying to explain it logically but the logic made no sense his biggest argument was that he didn't want his family to feel like there's certain options that they couldn't touch oh no what's gonna happen is the vegan food gonna contaminate the non-vegan food if anything the vegan family should be the one worried about that on the other side if the meat contaminates the vegan food because sometimes they share pots and pans and stuff like that and if the guy hates being around vegan food that much and he hates it's everything that has to do with vegan food, then why would you marry someone who not only is vegan, but their whole family is vegan as well? That seems like something that should have been resolved long before there was ever a wedding. The husband was the one that made the call but mostly he was the passive one in the situation. The one who seems like she's really pulling the strings is the mother. She's the one who's sending these walls of texts and calling her names. So if you were the one in the situation and you were about to get married and you found out the person you were about to be married to was unwilling to compromise at all on something like this, would you go through with the wedding or would you call it off? Let me know down below in jerk or not a jerk and why. Am I the jerk for calling my boyfriend a gatekeeper? We just finished watching the Black Widow movie and I told him that I really loved the beginning but towards the middle all the action scenes seemed a bit messy and convoluted and ended up not enjoying it as much. He then said that it was because I didn't understand some inside easter eggs because I haven't watched like 50% of the Marvel movies. The thing is I have watched them and I'm only missing Infinity War. He 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 proceeds to call me a liar and changed his narrative saying that I haven't really watched them because I didn't sit down and watch them in order and because I haven't talked to him about the other movies. I explained to him that I had a life before him, that he can't tell me I haven't watched something that I watched before I even met him, and that it is annoying that he keeps insisting that I haven't watched something and calling me a liar. He even wanted to go through every Marvel movie for me to tell him what they were about and prove to him that I have watched them and that I remember them Because even if I have watched them, if I don't remember small details, that means that I haven't really watched them. Anyway, I told him he sounds like a gatekeeper by telling me I can't comment on the movie. Or I can't dislike it because I don't meet his standards of what it means to really watch a Marvel movie. I explained the timeline, and the character relationships are not difficult to understand. I can connect the dots when watching movies. It's not rocket science. He has now decided to sleep on the couch because he is angry that we had a stupid argument argument that he started because I called him a gatekeeper and because I can't admit that I haven't watched most Marvel movies. An update from the future, well, I think my two-year relationship is really over because of Black Widow. I sat him down to have a conversation, but he just kept getting defensive. So am I the jerk for calling my ex-boyfriend a gatekeeper? Why do people care so much about stuff like this? Not the Marvel movies. I totally get people really care about the Marvel movies and the characters and the stories, but specifically, why do they care about this part of it? Whether or not somebody totally gets it and if they have the right or not to speak on this thing because they don't have the full understanding even though she has seen the movies. It's one thing to say that I saw all the movies too. I interpreted it differently and here's why. Versus what this sounds like is just somebody berating somebody else. Accusing them of lying when we can only assume she doesn't have a history of lying for no reason. And if that's the norm then you probably don't want to be with this person in the first place. Am I the jerk for taking back a gift from a fake baby? I work at a popular clothing retailer and I enjoy my job very much. My co-workers are great, customers are bearable, but one co-worker, Rhonda, has been making my work life a living hell recently. We've worked together for a couple of years now and things were great. I could even say that we were work friends. She invited me to her daughter's baby shower last month and I agreed to go. What I didn't know was that this was not a regular baby shower. I arrived with a gift and was talking to my other co-workers that were there and we figured out that none of us had met the daughter. Rhonda had introduced her daughter to our little group and I congratulated her and thanked her for having us. She laughed and then said something like, thank you but I'm not quite pregnant yet but it's always good to be prepared for when the time comes. I was visibly confused which seemed to offend her. After she walked away from our group, my co-worker explained that Rhonda had told her when they arrived that this isn't a regular baby shower and her daughter had been feeling down because quite a few of her friends had been pregnant. I asked the friends if they knew beforehand and they said no and that they were confused why they were were asked to buy gifts, but decided not to make a big deal about it. I asked Rhonda why she wouldn't tell us that it wasn't a baby shower for a specific baby, and she explained, the physical invitations explained it all. It is a party for her daughter to shower her with love. Well, none of us co-workers got physical invitations. I asked Rhonda if I could take my gift back, since I am not made of money, and I would prefer to get her daughter a gift when she was actually having a baby. Rhonda said that it would be rude if I took the gift back after giving it, and that her daughter was going through a lot And was looking forward to presents. I said, I'm sorry, I can't do this. I took my gift and I left. The daughter sent me hateful messages on Facebook, including calling me a disrespectful old bee and a bad friend to Rhonda. I feel bad for storming off and taking the gift if it was going to cause this much grief. And I also realized that I grabbed a gift that was on top of mine that was for my coworker. And she said she wants me to bring it back to her and to not give it to Rhonda and her daughter. But Rhonda found this out and is threatening to go to HR if I don't return the gifts. And in addition to that, she wants me to buy something else off the registry. Most of the items in the registry aren't even for babies for all the suffering that I've caused. If anyone cares, I will talk to HR on Monday. An update from the future, Rhonda admitted to stealing, damaging our merchandise, and then taking it home and got fired for it. She will not be missed. Nothing came of the HR investigation, but thankfully, she was fired for something else. So, was I the jerk for taking back the gifts because I was lied to about this baby? I'm not surprised the HR investigation didn't lead anywhere because this isn't really a work matter. This is stuff they're doing on their own outside of work, outside of work property, but maybe some HRs still care about that regardless. The part that's baffling is that they try to basically con all of the co-workers into giving gifts for a baby that doesn't exist because the daughter feels bad that she isn't having a baby? What? This can't be a normal thing, right? And their only defense was that this was all explained on the physical invitation cards that they didn't even get in the first place. I would not feel bad at about taking the gift back because you were brought there under false pretenses and then they just pulled this rug out from under you only after you spent the time coming there and spent the money buying this gift for a baby that doesn't even exist. So what would you do if you spent money and time on a fake baby? Let me know down below and jerk or not a jerk and why. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories in this series, use the playlist at the top of the description. And next time you live stream, use the Cream of the Crop music. Search for Cream of the Stream on Spotify or whatever music platform you use for copyright free music to use for your stream. It's free cream of the stream. Either way, thanks a lot for listening. We'll see you guys next time.